0: Today we're going to talk about a very simple practice that will help you remain calm throughout your day. We all experience stress, but the problem is that a stressed mind often makes very poor decisions, and poor decisions lead to poor outcomes, whereas if you can remain calm, you have a much more powerful and effective decision-making tool at your disposal and better decisions lead to better outcomes. You don't have to be an entrepreneur or a business owner to experience stress. Stress is part of everyone's life, but success depends on your ability to make good choices. So in this episode, I want to share a simple 15 second practice. Yep, just 15 seconds that will help you remain calm, make better choices and get better outcomes. Welcome to the Inner Entrepreneur a place where soul meets strategy and passion meets profit. Success in business is more than mastering the external, it's an internal game. Ready to play? Hi, I'm Paul Ryan. No matter who you are an entrepreneur, business owner, school teacher, busy parent, probably all of the above we all experience stress at times and it can creep up on us very easily. So we all need tools and practices. That will enable us to remain calm and keep focused throughout the day. The problem is that stress really impacts on good decision-making, which is why it's so important for business owners, for entrepreneurs to have a tool to deal with this. So if you're under pressure and you need to make good decisions, you need to make quick decisions, but if you're feeling stressed, you're actually in your least effective decision-making state. Being in a stressed state causes a decreased blood flow and decreased oxygen to the brain. And this leads to lower cognitive function and sends the brain into a chaotic state, which is not good when we have decisions to make. When we're in this state and when the brain is under stress, the smallest decisions can prove to be difficult. When we need it most, our brains are letting us down. But the ability to remain calm is powerful. To have a calm mind and to think clear in a crisis or a challenge, not to overreact or take things personally, that instantly gives you enormous influence to positively impact any situation you find yourself in. If you think about it, the greatest leaders are those who can think clearly and logically whenever else. is panicking around them, running around like headless chickens, and you can develop this skill and use it every day. What I wanna do is share a simple practice that you can use almost anywhere and it only takes 15 seconds. Have you ever felt like you just get more stressed as the day goes on? So you get up rushed and you grab a coffee and you head into morning traffic. Or you start out with a plan and a schedule but pretty soon emails, calls and meeting requests have you spinning and the day hasn't even started. So you're slipping into busyness and overactivity and now, Everything that arrives on your doorstep just feels like hassle. You want to feel calm, but you just can't find that place. So you rush onto the day and then you head home exhausted. I know what that's like. I'm guessing you know what that's like also. But if you continue in this pattern, you will burn out. And I'm talking from personal experience. I've been in business for close on 40 years. So I know the pressure of running your own business, and I know how overwhelmed it feels and how easily it can slip into your life. Honestly, I spent so many years in a stressed state, and I know it can be very hard to break the cycle. And when you're in the cycle, unless you find a way out, you begin to sink deeper and deeper. In the global financial crisis around 2008, my business revenues began to collapse. I mean, month after month, just slipping downward, like going down the black ski slope. Except I had no idea where it was going and when it was going to end. Like so many business owners, I also had a property portfolio. And of course, property prices had dropped like a lead balloon. And my portfolio, well, most of it was a negative equity. At the time, I was just under enormous amount of pressure. I felt like I was just being hit from all sides. and I'm, I'm sure you've been in similar situations. Because most of us have stories like this, and particularly entrepreneurs or anyone that takes on risk, sometimes it goes wrong, sometimes the tables get turned and you face losing everything you've built. It is not a fun place to be. So it's not about whether or not this can happen to you. It can happen to anyone. It's about how you respond to it how you weather the storm, how well prepared you are. And that all comes down to the inner resource you have and how you react. Which is why on The Inner Entrepreneur, we talk about the inner side of entrepreneurship, how you habitually respond under pressure. And of course, how you habitually respond under pressure or in any situation depends on how you have trained your mind to react to those situations, how you've trained your mind to react when it's under pressure. And you train your mind to react to the big pressures by training it to respond well to everyday pressures. If you've overreacted when you get pissed off at the simple things, if you become snappy, if you become irritated and annoyed when something relatively small or something unimportant happens, how do you expect your mind to react when something major happens? So if you get irritated and you hit a red light because you're in a hurry, or when someone cuts in in front of you, or when the service in your lunch spot is not quite up to standard, if you get cranky and snappy multiple times throughout the day, at small things in your life. Well, you're training your brain how it should respond when something you don't like happens. You're building the muscles and you're doing it over and over again. If I asked you how to become a great piano player or a great soccer player, you would tell me, well, you'd have to train consistently. And the more I train, the more I will build those muscles and the better that skill will become. And when you respond in a stressed manner to the small situations that occur throughout your day, you're training your body how it will react when the big shit hits the fan. And the more you build those muscles, the stronger they become. The more the habit of being irritated is installed and it's hardwired into your brain. Now it's just how you respond. Now a major crisis happens. It may not be a crisis like 2008 when the whole world went to financial chaos. It can be just an everyday situation that arises. But your brain is now trained to react in a heightened stress manner and it goes into fight or flight. But fight or flight is what you need when it's time to fight or time to run. It's not what's required in today's world in the pressures we face today when we have to stand and deal with situations. Because in the modern world, when crisis happens, what we need to do is stay. And handle the crisis. And that's what leadership is all about. It's how you handle the crisis. It's how you handle a challenge in your business and in your life that determines the outcomes. Think about this. When the enemy attacks, when they come over the ridge, do you want a general in fight or flight brain mode? Or do you want a general extraordinarily well trained for these situations? And he or she remains calm under pressure. They've been trained how to deal with and respond to these situations. They don't step back and panic, they step up and they make the best decisions available to them. If you panic and overreact and get stressed every time there's a small skirmish, when the battle comes, you're doomed. The training is how we behave every moment of every day, at the red light, when we're in a rush, When our coffee spills, when the delivery is late, when the client has an unreasonable request, when our child misbehaves. These are the small events that we all get to experience all of the time. And guess what? They are our training ground. So do not waste them. These small experiences are how we become masters at remaining calm and remaining at our best and engaging our brains, our executive function, and making the best decisions available to us when we are really in a crisis, in a difficult situation, respond this way day after day and you are building those muscles that prepare you so well to meet the challenges you encounter. Now, if only you had a 15-second practice, a resource that you could reach for throughout the day that would train your mind, how useful would that be? My own go-to has always been meditation. And I have been very fortunate to have a daily meditation practice for close than 40 years. I was introduced to meditation when I was 17. So long before I was deep into the stress of business or a very young family, I had developed a habit long before I really needed it. When the financial crisis hit, I was under tremendous pressure, just like everyone else. I won't pretend otherwise. And it was extremely difficult. But I had come prepared, I had an inner resource and I kept on leaning into that inner resource, into that inner strength. And though the financial crisis went on for several years and it was difficult, inside I became stronger and stronger and ultimately I faced those challenges and I thrived. Now many of you will know people who faced those challenges and thrived and I'm sure some of you know people who faced the challenges and didn't thrive. I had a friend, and he met very similar business challenges to me, but he didn't have, or at least wasn't able to find those inner resources, and maybe he just hadn't built the muscle often enough. So when the pressure came on him, he wasn't able to handle it, and he crumbled under the weight of business and personal challenges. At the time, I turned to yoga, to meditation, to exercise, to journaling, to everything I could do to become stronger, and he turned to. Alcohol. As the days passed, I became stronger, obviously, better able to deal with the challenges I faced. But slowly, he became weaker and more dependent on alcohol until ultimately it destroyed him. His problems became overwhelming. And unfortunately, he didn't make it. As the years passed, he drowned in the alcohol and he passed away only a few years ago, having lost pretty much everything. It's a very sad story and a lesson to us all to build our inner resources, to train our minds to be peaceful and calm so we can make good decisions, so we can respond and react positively before the crisis hits. Now, before you hit the pause button and think, I don't have time for meditation, or maybe you've tried meditation before and it doesn't work, it just takes up too much time, let me stop you. I'm not asking you to start a meditation practice. What I'm proposing is a practice that honestly will only take you 15 seconds and you can do it almost anywhere. You can do it sitting at your desk in a busy office. You can do it waiting in line Starbucks. You can even do it sitting at that red traffic light. It's simple, it's easy to practice and anyone can do it. Yet it's very, very powerful. And honestly, you will feel its benefits immediately. A number of years ago, I was invited to join a coaching program. And one of the practices we were encouraged to adopt was this 15 seconds of mindfulness. Effectively, a mini mindfulness practice. At the time, I was skeptical. I'd been meditating for 40 years. What could 15 seconds of mindfulness offer me? But with an open mind, I jumped in and said, hey, why not try it? When you're stressed, it's difficult to imagine that a peaceful mind is available to you. But it always is. A couple of years ago, I had a session scheduled with a client. And when she turned up, I could immediately see that she was very stressed. And she said, Paul, I've just turned up to apologize and to reschedule. Can't do today's session. From the beginning of today, it's just been chaos. One thing after another. And I'm just too stressed right now. Can we reschedule to next week? She spent the next couple of minutes talking through How her day has started with one of her children not feeling well. And so that led to a number of childcare challenges. And then she got late to work and she had a couple of presentations that she had to do. And she had meetings to attend. It was just rolling on to problem after problem. So she was pretty much close to overwhelm. I said to her, do you have five minutes? And she said, sure, just five minutes. So I asked her to sit back in a chair and if she was comfortable, to close her eyes. And she did. And so I just took her through a simple breathing exercise. I asked her to start paying attention to her breath. not not to do anything, just notice that she was breathing. Just pay attention for a couple of minutes to the fact that she was breathing. We did this for about five minutes. Periodically I just remind her to call her attention back to the breath because look, our mind wanders, it rambles off elsewhere. After five minutes I said We'll finish now, but feel free to open your eyes whenever you're ready to do so. She sat there calmly with her eyes closed for about another five minutes, and when the session was finished, she smiled. She looked so calm, so relaxed. So much so, we continued the session for the rest of the hour at her request. And when it came to the end of the hour, I asked her the same question that I always ask clients I said, what did you learn? What your you take away from this session? She said, number one, that sense of calm is always there. It was just beneath the surface. It had only taken her a couple of moments of paying attention to her breath before she began to sense the calm that was beneath the surface. And that was her first lesson. That she had been rushing through the day and that calm was just waiting for her and all she had to do was look for it. That was her first lesson, how close calm was to her when she was in a mental state of chaos. And the second big lesson was that once she became calm, how differently her challenges seemed. How much her perspective had changed. When she had jumped onto the call, her challenges were 8, 9 out of 10 and she really felt stressed. But once she became calm, her challenges now seemed more like a 3 or a 4. I mean they were there and they were challenges but they just weren't so overwhelming anymore. They just didn't seem like they were going to be that difficult to deal with and she felt like she had the resources, the capability and the ideas to deal with them and that was her second big lesson that becoming calm had shifted her perspective and once her perspective shifted although the problems remained they just seemed to be so much less of a challenge they just seemed to be something that she could deal with So she had found calm easily and that calm had changed her perspective and now she went back into the day a completely different person ready to deal with the challenges she had. So this demonstrates the importance of the ability to touch calm, to find that calm place in your mind because it can really transform the challenges you're facing. Throughout the day, take regular 15 second mini mindfulness moments. Aim for 15 seconds every hour, but if you can get four or five sessions in during the day, that would be great, it will feel great, and you will feel the difference. So, what do these mini mindfulness sessions look like? Well, I do them in a number of different ways because that enables me to do them in many different situations. There are tool I can pull out of the bag no matter where I am. The first one is to just pay attention to your breath for 15 seconds. Now I love this because you can do that sitting at your desk. You can do that waiting for somebody on the phone. You can be sitting in a traffic light. you can be waiting for your coffee in Starbucks. There's almost nowhere where you can't just pause and pay attention to your breath for 15 seconds, and nobody will know that you're doing it. You're f- sitting at your desk, you're looking at your screen, and for 15 seconds, you just bring your attention to the fact that you are breathing. Just watch your breath. Nothing else. Your mind will run away, just like my clients did. But you just pull it back to paying attention to your breath. Just try that for 15 seconds. That's all you need. Then move on with your day. Next hour comes. Try it again. The second one I use, and I use this often standing in a queue, Starbucks, at the bank, wherever. I stand and I notice the weight on my feet. I mean, I'm standing right now because I'm at a stand-up desk. But for most of the day standing up, I have noticed the fact that there's weight in my feet. In this practice, I bring my attention to the weight on my feet. I bring my attention to the weight of my body standing on the floor. So just bring your attention to your feet and feel the weight of your body. And just hold that attention there for 15 seconds. You can do this anywhere. The next version of this number three is the same exercise but when you're sitting. You might be sitting at your desk, sitting on a tube, sitting on a train, sitting in a cab and just notice the weight of your body sitting because again we often sit but we don't pay attention to the fact that we're sitting. So notice the weight of your body as it sits on the chair. Feel that weight. Feel it resting on the seat and hold your attention in that for 15 seconds. And finally number four is the sense of touch. I mean I love this Sometimes I just bring my fingers together. If you can do it right now, bring your fingers together and just notice your fingertips touching each other. Feel that sensation. It's almost electric, but you never notice it. So touch your fingertips together and hold them together, paying attention to that sense of touch, that gentle sense of touch for just 15 seconds. Or you could pick up a pen and just bring all your attention to the fact that you're holding that pen for 15 seconds. Or holding your phone. Holding a nice warm cup of coffee as you sit at your desk, bring your attention to the sensation of your hands, holding that coffee, so as you can see, it's very short, it's just fifteen seconds, and there's so many variations that you can do this almost anywhere and it's all about bringing your attention to a sensation for fifteen seconds. The secret to this is to give your full attention to one of these practices for fifteen seconds and do it regularly throughout the day. Now obviously the more often you do it the more you build the muscle but honestly if you do this four or five times throughout your day you are going to notice a change in your state of mind. If you commit to this practice for just two weeks you're going to notice a huge difference but what you're going to notice is a huge difference in your ability to remain calm, to remain rested and to think more clearly and that is going to have a big impact on your day. You'll notice that your day will flow more easily. You'll make better decisions, better choices. You're going to get a whole lot less stressed. You're going to react a lot less. You'll make choices instead of reactions. And your day will begin to reflect your inner calm. Because what you're doing here is building a muscle. You're teaching your mind how to go to a place of calm. It's just like going practicing the piano. You're teaching your mind how to go to a place of calm So it recognizes it, it knows it, you're literally rewiring your brain and you're creating a new habit that says to your brain, frequently I go to this state of calm and the more you go there, the more you'll stay there and now you'll find a challenging situation. It could be a client on the phone or an email comes in, you don't look what it says and you have the opportunity of 15 seconds to drop into that place of calm. This is a very strong muscle you are building and it's so powerful because you're going to the gym of calm. You're training your mind to be calm in all situations. And the more you do this, the better it will be. Of course, I said I wasn't going to try and get you to meditation and I'm not. But if you wanted to take that 15 seconds to 30 seconds, you could do that. If you had the time and you wanted to do it, if you want to take the 30 seconds to a minute or two minutes or five minutes, you could also do that. Obviously that would have an enormous impact, but that requires a bigger commitment that you may not want to give. So hold it with the 15 seconds if that what's comfortable with you and do it frequently throughout the day. The frequency and the consistency to which you do this is what's going to make a difference. This is going to make a big impact if you do it. again. Like everything we discuss on The Inner Entrepreneur, it requires action, it requires practice, it will require you to do this consistently if you want to see positive change. As always, information without taking action is little value. Trust me, try this and you will thank me. That's all for today. Thank you for listening to The Inner Entrepreneur. If you found value in our content, please consider liking, sharing, and subscribing. Until next time, Take care.